Chapter Thirty of the Home Life of Poe by Susan Archer Weiss. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Mystery of Fate. One evening, it was Sunday, the second of October. Doctor John Carter was seated alone in his office when Poe entered, having just paid a farewell visit to Mrs. Shelton before leaving in the morning for New York he remarked to dr carter that he would probably stop for one day in baltimore and perhaps also in philadelphia on business would like to remain longer but had written to mrs clem to expect him at fordham some time this week he would be back in richmond in about a fortnight while talking he took up a handsome malacca sword-cane belonging to dr carter and absently played with it he looked grave and preoccupied several times inquired the hour and at length rising suddenly remarked that he would step over to sadler's restaurant and get supper he took the cane with him dr carter understanding from this circumstance and his not taking leave that he would presently return on his way to the swan where he had left his baggage he did not however reappear and on the next morning dr carter inquired about him at sadler's the proprietor said that poe and two friends had remained to a late hour talking and drinking moderately and had then left together to go aboard the boat which would start at four o'clock for baltimore he said that poe when he left was in good spirits and quite sober though this last may be doubted since he not only forgot to return dr carter's cane but to send for his own baggage at the swan some persons have insisted that poe must have been drugged by these men who were strangers to mr sadler and there was even a sensational story published in a northern magazine to the effect that poe had been followed to baltimore by two of mrs shelton's brothers and there after having certain letters taken from him beaten so severely that he was found dying in an obscure alley this story was first started by mrs elizabeth oak smith in one of the new york journals though it does not appear from what source she derived her information no denial was made or notice taken of it by mrs shelton's friends and the story gradually died out for over forty years the mystery of the tragic death of the poet remained a mystery strangely and persistently defying all attempts at elucidation but within the last few years there has appeared in a st louis paper a communication which professes to give a truthful account of the circumstances connected with the poet's death and which wears such an appearance of probability that it is at least worth considering this letter which is addressed to the editor of the paper is from a certain dr snodgrass who represents himself to have been for many years a resident of dakota he says that on the evening of october second eighteen forty nine being in baltimore he stepped into a plain but respectable eating-house or restaurant kept by an irish widow where to his surprise he met with poe whom he had once been accustomed to meet here but had not seen for some years after taking some refreshment they left the place together but had not proceeded far when they were seized upon by two men who hurried them off to some place where they were with several others kept close prisoners through the night and following day though otherwise well treated it was the eve of a great municipal election and the city was wild with excitement next evening the kidnappers having drugged their captives hurried them to the polls 
where they in a half-conscious condition were made to vote over and over again the doctor it appears was only partially affected but poe succumbed utterly and at length one of the men said what is the use of dragging around a dead man with that they called a hack put poe within it and ordered the driver to take him to the washington hospital dr snodgrass says positively i myself saw poe thrust into the hack heard the order given and saw the vehicle drive off with its unconscious burden thus if this account may be relied upon ended the strange sad tragedy of the poet's life none stranger none sadder in all the annals of modern literature dr snodgrass intimates that his reason for so long a delay in making this story known was his unwillingness to have his own part in the affair exposed and with the notoriety which its connection with the poet would render unavoidable but now he says in his old age and having outlived all who knew him at the time this consideration is of little worth to him if the story not be true we cannot see why it should have been invented at least it cannot at the present day be disproved and it certainly appears to be the most probable and natural explanation of the poet's death that has been given it agrees also with dr moran's account of poe's condition when he was received at the hospital and with the latter's earnest assurance that he himself was not responsible for that condition and also with his requesting that dr snodgrass be sent for the kidnappers had probably exchanged his garments for others as a means of disguise intending to restore them eventually they at least did not take from him the handsome malika cane which was in his grasp when he reached the hospital and which would tend to prove that he was not then altogether unconscious this cane was at dr carter's request returned to him by mrs clem to whom dr moran sent it his baggage left at the swan was sent by mr mackenzie to mrs clem disproving the story that it had been stolen from him in baltimore in addition to the above we find another and very similar account apparently by the same dr snodgrass in the san francisco chronicle of august thirty first the date of the year not appearing on the clipping from which i make the following extracts you say that poe did not die from the effects of deliberate dissipation asked the chronicle reporter that is just what i do mean and i say further that he died from the effects of deliberate murder the author of this assertion was a well-known member of this city's advanced and inveterate bohemia a gentleman who has long since retired from the active pursuits of his profession and spends his old age in dreamy meditation frequenting one of the popular resorts of the craft but mingling little in their society when joining in their conversation it is generally to correct some errors from his inexhaustible mine of reminiscences and on these occasions his words are few and precise then you knew something of the poet doctor i was his intimate associate for years much that biographers have said of him is false especially regarding his death poe was not an habitual drunkard but he was a steady drinker when his means admitted of it 
his habitual resort when in baltimore was the widow meagre's place on the city front inexpensive but respectable having an oyster and liquor stand and corresponding in some respects with the coffee shops of san francisco here i frequently met him but about his death the mystery of the poet's death had remained a mystery for more than forty years when there appeared in a texas paper an article from the pen of the editor in which he gave a letter from a dr snodgrass professing to reveal the truth of the matter about the time that this article was published there appeared one in the san francisco chronicle by a reporter of that paper telling of an interview which he had had with the same dr snodgrass of whom he says he was a well-known literary bohemian of this city who long ago gave up his profession and is spending his old age in a state of dreamy existence from which he is seldom aroused except to correct some error concerning people and things of past times of which he possesses a mine of reminiscences the doctor denying that poe had died from dissipation gave an account of the manner of his death as he knew it corresponding in all particulars with that given by him to the texas editor in conclusion he said poe did not die of dissipation i say that he was deliberately murdered he died of laudanum or some other drug forced upon him by his kidnappers when one said what is the use of carrying around a dying man they put him in a cab and sent him to the hospital i was there and saw it myself poe had been shifting about between baltimore philadelphia and new york for some years once he had been away for several months in richmond and one evening turned up at the widow's i was there when he came in then it was drinks all round and at length we were real jolly it was the eve of an election and we started up town there were four of us and we had not gone half a dozen squares when we were nabbed by policemen who were looking up voters to coop it was the practice in those days to seize people whether drunk or sober and keep them locked up until the polls were opened and then march them to every precinct in control of the party having the coop this coop was in the rear of an engine-house on calvert street it was part of the plan to stupefy the prisoners with drugged liquor next day we were voted at thirty different places it being as much as one's life was worth to rebel poe was so badly drugged that he had to be carried on two or three rounds and then the gang said it was no use trying any longer to vote a dead man and must get rid of him and with that they shoved him into a cab and sent him away then he died from dissipation after all nothing of the kind he died from the effects of laudanum or some other poison forced on him in the coop he was in a dying condition when being voted twenty or thirty times the story told by griswold and others of his being picked up in the street is a lie i saw him thrust into the cab myself and mrs clem when she received poe's letter bidding her to expect him at fordham that week she hastened thither to set her house in order for his reception day after day she watched and waited but he did not come and at length when the week had passed she one evening sat alone in the little cottage around which and through the naked branches of the cherry tree the october wind was sighing and in anguish of spirit wrote to annie eddie is dead dead 
end of chapter thirty